You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Dan Quinn is the brand new uh, head football coach of the Washington Commanders as they transition into new ownership, search for a new stadium, and all the things that go along with that. Dan Quinn was uh, the option over a couple of other big names. Not a real surprise, but... Uh, as Dallas Cowboy fans, I think at, at the very least, the majority are pretty happy to say goodbye. Not mad at him. Not like you had to be fired, but it, we were, you know, he's part of a bigger problem. He wasn't the only problem. He was one of the lessers, but he was at the end of the day, not a positive or at least more of a negative than see that's, you know how, listen to me. Listen to me. I, I wanted blood. Pick a side. That's what I'm saying. I wanted blood. No, it, you, you can say he, and he, he is sucks. probably it's okay. He's a big well, boy. Of he can all handle it. of the, those that are culpable as a whole, right, he is look, not the most culpable. Dis- completely disagree. He is absolutely the most culpable. Oh, I disagree. Right. You think it was the, all the defense? I think yes. there's some players, and sometimes it's oh, okay. players. I mean, you know what I mean? If, there's if a we, lot of pieces if, to this failure, and he is we not the most culpable culpability to a single individual he definitely bears the most responsibility over the course of of the collapse of the season and and collapse is a big term because they didn't quite collapse but they did have a little bit of a mini collapse it's just philadelphia's was a a bigger one and and dallas inherited the nfc east as a result of it all so and was a wonderful defensive coordinator wonderful human being we've we've added all the necessary or at least for our own emotional well-being prerequisites and there's a lot of, or there are a lot of songs being sung about, well, man, so, so since he took over in 2021, pe- people forget about how bad Mike Nolan was. First of all, we should not say just because he wasn't the worst defensive coordinator the Dallas Cowboys have ever had <laughs> that he is worth holding on to. Okay, that's the, the first thing. Second of all, like that's not a, a proper way to evaluate anything in life. Second of all, people are like, well, <laughs> you know, it's who not you, the worst. Who you, yeah, who are you going to get that's better? If you're afraid of moving on from something because you like a fear of the unknown, that's also not a great way to evaluate anything in life. Like, be bold, be brave. You can do it. Rob and I believe in you. That being said, when you look at the totality of everything and how it ranks in, in, in a total picture standpoint, if you're including three years worth of data, yeah, it sounds great. Over the last three years, 2021, two, and three, the Dallas Cowboys ranked first in defensive EPA per play. Wow, you're getting rid of that guy? Yeah, you are. Because from week 13 on, last season, when the, and that was the Cowboys hosting the Seattle Seahawks, ironically enough, the team we thought Dan Quinn was destined to go be the head coach of, what do you think they rank in terms of EPA per play, which is effectively a measurement of how mm-hmm. good they are on any given play? Just, this is I, just I, defensive I, ranks. Just defensive? Yep. Uh, I, I mean, oh, my gut says it's 8, 9? 23rd. Wow. They rank 23rd in the NFL. Why is that? Why do, why do I not feel like it? it, it is it just... Be- because people want to just remember the, the whole picture now. And and again, there was a lot of good things that came here. My, but people, not trying to be a jerk to Dan Quinn, people are like, well, Dan Quinn did this. 
it is so coincidental that, <clears throat> that excuse me, that Dan Quinn's arrival coincided with Micah Parsons's. And I know we're all mad at <laughs> Micah and wish he would stop doing his podcast, but I mean, he literally landed on the team in the same offseason that Micah did. But Dan Quinn is the true genius. He also landed on the team, and he deserves credit for the development of these players right as Trayvon Diggs was finding himself as an athlete in the NFL. Obviously, Deron Bland. And let's not also act or not dismiss that the Cowboys have given Dan Quinn an inordinate number of resources. He got the first-round pick in 2021. He got, obviously, all sorts of day two and day three picks. He got corners he wanted. He got Kelvin Joseph, who stunk. He got Nashawn Wright, who stunk. He insisted on having all these players. He got so cute with, you know, player and positional conversion that he, he overthought things. He got too galaxy brain about it all. And I was tweeting with a friend of the station, Jane Slater, about this on Thursday. And she's right, obviously, that Dan deserves a lot of credit for developing Micah as a pass rusher. But this Micah became a pass rusher partly out of necessity. And then it was a matter of, he's just too good. We can't have him not do this anymore. It was week two of his rookie season in 2021. Demarcus Lawrence suffered an injury at, at the end of the Buccaneers' loss, if you recall, when, when Dallas went and, and the, lost to them in the yeah, season the, opener. And and they were down. They had they literally had no pass rushers, and they were like, "Well, let's do this." And that's why I no, and I'll speak for myself. I did not like the Micah Parsons pick. You can't draft an off ball linebacker, which was the evaluation with the tenth and what became the twelfth overall pick. He wasn't a pass rusher in the initial evaluation, but he became that, and all of a sudden, yeah, he's obviously worth it. So, well, I don't you give Quinn a lot Quinn of credit. Yeah, right there is enough. Yeah, but well, but but the Demarcus Lawrence injury forced his hand, right. and then he got. He got cute with trying to, to flip all sorts of other positions. He couldn't decide if Chauncey Golston was an end or a tackle. He couldn't decide you know, who he wanted to play linebacker. Like, I, I just refuse to say all of the good that happened over the last three years was specifically Dan Quinn. And I also refuse to let it slip by that over the second half, maybe it's not second half, but the critical parts of the 2023 season, he was trash. He was basura. I mean, they did not force a single punt against the Seattle Seahawks. Oh. They got worked. By the Buffalo Bills, James Cook had 221 total yards from scrimmage, a mark that had not been achieved by anyone against the Cowboys since Calvin Johnson a decade earlier. He let Miami go down the field and kick a game-winning field goal. That he just was a threw his point. hands up. He threw his hands up and let Detroit walk down the field mm-hmm. and go score what should have been the game-winning touchdown and two-point conversion. Although obviously there was that entire mess. If look, the whole team failed against the Packers in the playoffs, but, but they, my goodness gracious, they got absolutely worked and predictably worked. It was predictable that Green Bay was going to want to establish the run and push him around and set up the play action, and he had no answer for it. Peace be with you, Dan Quinn. Health, wealth, and happiness, but get so far away from my football team, please. That's, wow, you're a little bit further down the road than I was. I I, I still fell on the side of, well, there's a lot of guys I'm mad at. You're one of them, so go ahead and go with God. But when you put it in those terms, and I will say, the turning point for me was Miami. When when that occurred, I was kind of like, you know what? This scheme ain't built for big time games. It's just not. Um, and, but well, that, I will see, say to my to the end of time before you you get you put the nail in this coffin because it deserves it. That as a cowboy fan for a decade, I was starved for turnovers. I, I sure. Was, I mean, we, you got to remember we went through two or three, uh, not just well uh, uh, defensive coordinators, but defensive backs coaches. Two or three came through as we were. We like like you were saying a turnover a month it was and yeah. then we go from that even though we were it, it did correspond with winning because obviously you control that you get more possessions but the turnover i fell in love with it and that was enough 
You know, just, it can be true that that he did some great things and that it was just time to move on. The and Larry I wish Brown the Cowboys syndrome. had 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 the spine to to move on themselves and make that decision. And maybe they simply just had, you know, too much respect for Dan and, and didn't want it to be that way. And you know, mm-hmm. whatever, I'm not going to get into the semantics of it all. But this is this is a good thing for the Dallas Cowboys. And the Cowboys are guilty of letting their coaches. There's a comment in the chat from Ultra Cowboy that says the only two corners that were not Dan Quinn picks turned into all pros. The Cowboys have allowed Dan Quinn to get too involved in the draft process. So at the very There's least, a type. you're right. Yeah, at the very least, this has given them some freedom and some liberty to go out and, and draft freely and, and not allow him to weigh them down, especially for a future that's a bit unknown. 